afraid of being alone in the dark. This is a time when you press in. You guys know during times of loss, the initial phase, when you're going to step into someone's life, the ministry of presence is probably the most powerful gift. It's not your words. Very good. It's just being there and saying, you know what, I'm going to go with you. I would say show up in our life every day. And that's a confusing, challenging time. As you can, speak into her life and remind her of God's love and presence. And then you be Jesus in that little girl's life every day from this point on. Yes. Be Jesus in the flesh. Okay. Continue to call if you need prayer. I know that this, there's no way that I can understand what some of you feel like, especially those of you, if you've lost your job or you've been laid off your job and you're thinking, how am I going to make my house payment? How am I going to make my car payment? How is this going to affect uh, my credit rating? Well, let's just always remember, God is our source. And I said this the other day, I believe there's some of you, you're going to get an inspired idea during this time. You could come up with an invention. You could come up with a, a service, with a job. You could come up with a company. And hey, start out where you can. I always tell people this. Don't just quit your job immediately. If you're going to start another, if you're going to start your own business, wait, start that part time and wait till you see that it's going to be able to sustain you before you quit the job you already have in hand. Johnny? Here's a question from Los Angeles. And of course, we know that has really been shut down. Um, My question is, how do you ignore someone who consistently bullies you? I have a brother and a neighbor who consistently make rude comments makes me so mad. How, how do I let it go and ignore those wow. things? Wow. Um, let me go back to that think principle. Um, we talk a lot about thought stopping and thought insertion. Think about what I just said. Thought stopping, thought insertion. What you've got to do is say, hey, listen, that stuff coming in is wrong. You know that? And that doesn't define me. It's really important because often words do hurt us. You know, we used to say stick and, but I'm telling you, words do affect us. And we've got to close them out. And what we've got to do is insert other thoughts, other feedback. Get around people who speak words of truth and life into your heart. It's so important. So what I'm, what I'm hearing through that question, Joni, maybe missing it's hard you know, to give a real strong answer right up front, but I think she's swallowing or hearing those words and she just simply needs to what? Close that piece off by being reaffirmed by the word of God and other voices into her life. You know that? Hey, bullies online a whole bit, block them. You know how people do it, block them. Yeah. In other words, shut that piece down. Yeah. That's good. And when think about, remind yourself of what God says about That's you. That's it. You're his son. You're his daughter. You're made in his image. He loves you so much. Jesus died on the cross for you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. He's got a great plan for your life. And But for those, you know, we lo- I love the book that Dr. Gary Chapman wrote about the five love languages. Sure. Other than the Bible, that book has helped me. And help Joni and me and our family, I think, more than any other book. So if you are words of affirmation, then negative words are going to affect you more than somebody that's an acts of service. So anyway, you just go to the Bible and find out what 
God says about you and replace, like Dr. Tim Clinton said, quit listening to that person, stop it, and then replace it with positive what God's Word says about you. And also, I think another important thing is that it's kind of like when we really do those things that the Lord instructed us to do that don't make any sense in the natural mind, like loving your enemies and doing good to them that despitefully use you. When you do come face to face with that, when we respond in a loving way or a kind way, it totally throws people off. It does. Off. Yeah, it disarms I mean, when you jo- When you joke right with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? You're right. I, make, I, I do stupid stuff all the time. Yeah. And they're like, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. It takes a, it takes the power out of it. Right, totally. Oh, Instead of escalating. Here's someone that's saying I have an unsaved husband. <clears throat> I feel like he's never going to get saved. What can I do and should I continue to pray for his salvation? It's a great question. One of my best friends, uh, her husband is, is not saved. She is one of the most godly individuals I know. You know what she does? She's faithful to the Lord and loves him with, and loves her husband with an everlasting love. And I believe because of her faithfulness, you heard what I'm saying? Yes. That one day he will accept Christ as Savior because he, she radiates the Lord every day. Wow. I would just add to that, that the results of that to an unsaved husband, when he has a wife that loves him, yeah. that encourages him, who cares for him, who doesn't nag at him, who doesn't call, talk condescendingly or to be superior or holier than thou, it's important. Don't do negative communication. Do positive. That'll make him want to have what you have. And God is the one that will, can, he can give him a dream. He can give him uh, an encounter. So don't ever stop praying for him and don't ever stop loving and showing the love of Christ. It's a great word. Yeah. Uh, she's not using Christ as a weapon, but as a sweet fragrance. Oh, so good. You know that? That's, That's so good. Very good. Here's someone saying, uh, I'm really dealing with anger in that it seems so different for me. I'm not in any way violent, but at times it feels so intense, like a strong flame and then dies down quickly. Is there something going on, like, in the atmosphere today as as it relates to anger? Oh, Johnny, I think there's been a real uptick in terms of tension, anger, uh, and more as a result of everything that's going on. Everybody's on edge. And you know when when you amp up and there's like bombs going off all the time, your amygdala in your brain actually Mm -hmm. goes on hyper alert. And things that were ones and twos become threes and fours. And threes and fours become fives and sixes. Like when you're driving or simple things. Oh, it's like people in the grocery store. Get out of the way. Or if they the horn at you. Everybody's Uh, tense. You know yeah. that? Because of everything that's going on around them. We have to consciously what? Calm ourselves. Right. Wait a second. Anger, I believe, is a, a, an emotion. Yeah. Um, uh, that really is kind of an indicator of something that's going on in my life. You know that? That's don't, how I look at it. So like, it's a, like Jimmy Evans talks about the hurt pocket. Yeah. You can have the sweetest dog ever. But if that dog got hit by a car and its leg was damaged and you reach over there and you come anywhere close to that hurt part, that sweet dog could snarl and growl at you and maybe even bite you. So, again, when we see this coming out of people, we need to love them and pray for them and think they could be hurting and then try to help heal that yeah, hurt. We do have- and, and here's the real deal, too. 
What I do in my anger determines whether or not I sin. Be angry, but don't sin. Very good. Here's someone asking Dr. Clinton for wisdom on my situation. I haven't spoken to my daughter in three years. Uh, She's 35. She's a lawyer, lives in Dallas with three children. It's so hard not to know where she lives or how to hear from her or even have a relationship. Do you have any advice? Uh, Talk to a pastor friend uh, this week about an estranged son. And we, we just, we wept together. I, I would say this, find someone that you can share this burden with. Do that. Make sure you're able to get this out of you because that's, that parent alienation stuff is really hard to go through. Number two, keep praying earnestly. God is bigger than all that. You know that? And he loves your daughter more than you do. God, would you open the door? Believe him for that very thing. And then I tell you, um, just claim the word of God uh, in a special way. Uh, don't do My greatest piece of advice here would be don't do this alone. Have somebody you can pour your heart up to. Yeah, and God can work in miraculous ways and send people across their path. I've heard this story, Tom, and you just keep believing. And keep reaching out, Joni. I mean, keep reaching out. If you can get a text message or whatever, just keep searching, looking for a window of opportunity. You never know what God will use. And go to social media. and Make sure I hear this, the Lord say, you create a safe place for that person to be restored to you. Make it easier. Okay, I'm going to give these to Dr. Clinton to pray. Again, the resources, the struggle is real. There is a website, timclinton.com. It's almost 500 pages that deals with every subject known to man that you're struggling with. So get it or get it for somebody else. Dr. Clinton, we got 30 seconds. Would you lead us in prayer? God, our issues and challenges are so overwhelming. But we're reminded of who you are. Yes, Lord, it would seem impossible except that you are with us. God, be with each one. Bring into their life protection, provision. And Lord, bring an outpouring of your spirit like we've never seen before. We ask all this in the strong, matchless name of Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. Amen.